Hey y'all, it's Anna and Becca and this is Yes, yes darling. darling where we have deep chats and talk shit. Join us if you want. Welcome to the comfort and chaos where Becca tries to fix it and Anna makes it worse. <laughs> All right, we're back with another episode. Your favorite bitches. Yes, darling. <laughs> so what what are we talking about? What how did you say that? Things people collect and why. Yes, antique stores. Shit people collect and why the shit would they want to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't understand the whole concept of um, collecting when it's at, like, an extreme. You know what I mean? Like, everyone has their collection. They have, like, you know, a thing or two that they really enjoy or whatever. And they have a few objects but as soon as it gets to the point where there's, like, hundreds, they have hundreds, or they feel the need to have every single one, like, collect them all, I stop understanding. Like Pokemon? Gotta catch them all. Pokemon, <laughs> Beanie Babies, Cabbage Patch Dolls. Postage stamps. Yes. Coins, which, I, uh, coins, I can, those are kind of cool if they're, like, from other countries. When it's, like, from the same denomination, I kind of am like, uh, you know. Not to be judgy, everyone can collect what they want, but I just don't understand, because I'm a minimalist. (laughs) I just, what I don't get, okay, so, like, I've had, like, I did collect Beanie Babies when I was a kid. Yeah. um, And there was also that, like, theory that they were going to be worth something someday. Um, not true, because half of them are in, like, antique stores now. (laughs) Um, I don't have my full collection, because my mom made me get rid of... Like, pretty much all of them. So yeah. I kept the ones that were really special to me, so I still have some. And then I dropped the rest of them off at Goodwill. And I wish oh. I had not done that, because you know how much money we spent on those damn things? And I just gave them to Goodwill. Yeah. You spent <clears throat> the money on them, but the thing is, is I think people who collect uh, popular items like that at, at the time, they think that they're going to make their money back. But the thing is, is nothing has value unless you have a buyer who's willing to pay actual money for it. Yeah. So, so many people collected these uh, things, like Beanie Babies and stuff, and they're just sitting on the planet doing nothing. Because no one is going to buy them. Um, So I just, I just don't, and then they end up in an antique mall. You know what I think think it is, is that, like, you collect things when you're a kid, because, like, it's a kid thing, you know, like kids are into rocks, kids are into bugs, kids are into beanie babies, stuffed animals, Barbies, whatever. And then you get to your point in life where you're just like, I don't need to own this shit. <clears throat> and then you get to another point in your life where you're like old and you're lonely <laughs> and you don't have many things that you can do anymore. So you're like, I'm just going to collect this shit because like I have money to spend and oh I don't God. have anything else so I can just fill my house up and that's why I feel like a lot of old people end up like hoarders because they just don't know how to like let things go because it's right. all they have left. Yeah. Um that's why I think <clears throat> there's a lot of like estate sales that end up in like antique malls and stuff like that yeah. because it's just like we don't know what to do with this stuff. But like at the same time like there's people like my dad who doesn't really collect anymore but you know like <clears throat> He has a collection. He has, like, a, like a, not necessarily a NASCAR collection, but he's got, like, <clears throat> Dale Earnhardt was his favorite driver. Yeah. Um, so he has a bunch of, like, <clears throat> Dale Earnhardt stuff, and he's one of those people that likes to make the little model cars, so he's got, like, a small collection of that. But that is an activity he's doing yeah. that produces a product that he then puts on the wall, but, like, he does have that, like, small NASCAR collection that he was collecting in the middle of his life. He doesn't collect it anymore yeah. because he doesn't like NASCAR anymore, really. 
But <clears throat> I don't know. I think the effect, the way that people collect things is interesting because it seems like if you ask anyone, they have a collection. Every person, I think, has a collection of something, of in a digital library or something like that. <laughs> And then they don't have, a, like, a physical thing. But I feel like everyone has a collection you do of some kind. If you use Spotify, you have a collection. We yeah. now have collections because we have a crystal shop. But I, I started I collecting crystals, and so I started buying crystals for Cody and you. So now you yeah. have small crystal collections of your own. The minimalist. I'm so pleased. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, like, I think the only other things that I have, like, a collection is just, like, all my old sentimental things that I keep yeah. in boxes. But when I was a kid, too, or when I was a teenager, I collected the tabby tabs off of, like... No, you didn't. Yeah. Did you put them on a necklace and I everything? I did. <clears throat> oh, my God. It got to the point... Well, there was too many. I would only wear a few on a necklace. Oh, you, And the okay. rest of them I would just have, like, you on a string. Yeah. I still I have just, them because I don't I know what the hell to do with them. I think they're still in there. Recycle. <laughs> um, <laughs> and my dad would start collecting them for me because uh, he drank monsters a lot. Yeah, and, and they were different so, colors. Yeah, they were different Gosh. colors, and he would. Um, if you collected enough of them, you could trade them in for like merch. But they wow. stopped. They stopped doing that because they were losing money because you know, people were actually doing it. Dum Dum rappers did that too. Did the they suckers? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I collected them one time to in order to send them in, and then when it came time to send them in, my mom's like, "I'm not paying for shipping on that," and I was like, <laughs> "All right." <laughs> so I was like, "I don't really want this shit anyway." How much did it cost? They were. I weighed nothing. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's just fascinating that everyone has a collection of one thing or another at in some, some point way. in their life. Yeah. yeah, and typically at the current moment, even even somebody like me who's I'm I'm a minimalist, I collect some things, and we I, collect the photos because yeah. we were into photography, yeah. so we collect photos. The difference is like I keep a limit on my collections, and I've learned over the years to like value something of quality mm -hmm. and not be like I just need all of them. It's like oh, I just want the ones that I really like, the best of the best. Mm -hmm. If you go into an antique mall, it, it's just an the amount of dishware, the amount of dishware in there. Like why? Why did you have to have all these different freaking plates and you know, cups? You know, and <laughs> I think it's crazy is when people have these china collections and they're like really gorgeous, but they never use them. They were expensive. They're yes, and they're like valuable. It, uh, I put air quotes on that because really, again, like I said, you have to have a buyer. And if they're sitting in an antique mall, I don't think that that's really like you're not getting your money worth on like the, the having have owned those. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, there are so many dishes, and people just don't use them. Dishes, like, random furniture. There's um, some interesting things. Ugly clothing. Uh, gaudy not, jewelry. Not, not, maybe, you mean ugly or, like, out of fashion? Both. Because some of that is ugly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, spoons. Spoons. You know what? My great-grandma, the one I got the necklace from, she collected thimbles. Oh, Jesus From Christ. across the world. And her collection was massive. And when I went to her house as a kid, um, be you know, before she passed away, um, I was always fascinated by them because they were, like, little and interesting. And when she died, um, I inherited the collection. Uh, <laughs> there was, like, f I'm not kidding you, like, three or four hundred. I counted them one time. <laughs> and you only kept how many? Uh... 12. <laughs> well, no, okay, so, no, no, no. I kept them all for a long time. I had them up in my room and everything, and then over the years as I became a minimalist, as I found minimalist, grew up, and then it was, like, became a minimalist, I was like, I really can't own these. Like, I really can't. It's so heavy on me. Like, I can't. And so um, my mom, 
me and I, th I think my sister, but I don't know that she ever did anything with them. I kind of feel like she maybe said no. We went through and we picked, like, our absolute favorites. Mm -hmm. And I have, like, just enough for, like, one really small, like, shelving set. Yeah. So I think there's, like, 12 or 16 on there. And you know what? The thing is, is I didn't need all 350-something thimbles to remember my great-grandma by. When I see those 12 on their cute little shelf, it's all I need. Yeah. And it's still special. But dude, she Not she to mention so that, that symbols is like the worst thing. Like the most useless thing to collect. Like why? Not if you're into sewing. You're not going to use all of those. <laughs> you need one symbol. Especially because they're um, tourist uh, right. trinkets. Yes. And so like what most of them are not functional. <laughs> what about the bells? You remember the little bells that are like the spoons? Yeah. The tiny little bells? Like, yeah. Know. What else? You know what made it, it frustrates me when we go into antique malls and I see things in there that are not antique. Okay, yes, <sighs> yes, some Coca-Cola stuff is antique-ish, but not new age Coca-Cola. And That's things true. things like Furbies <laughs> are like, you know, they're from the from the old days like our our generation. The 90s. Yes, yeah. but those are not antiques yet. Or when we walk by and there's That's like what you think. there's like modern day DVDs in oh, there. Antique is 100 years or older. Okay, so most of the shit in there is probably not an antique then. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the DVDs that came out, like, four years ago, not Wait, an antique. Why is this in here? So are you annoyed that, like, people, like, that an antique mall is not just antiques? Or are you annoyed that, like, people hold on to things and then they just have nowhere to put them, so they put them in an no, antique mall? No, because there's other places you can sell your DVDs. Like, it annoys me because an antique mall, the antique mall shouldn't take those. Unless that movie is 100 years old, <laughs> don't put it on the damn shelf. And I think they just don't care. They're just like, ah, oh, this is this person's booth. They can put whatever they want in it. Well, yeah, that's freedom. So we have... So you don't, you don't like the authenticity? Yeah. This is an antique mall. I didn't come here to shop for movies. I could go to movie trading company and find the same or, movie. Uh, where do people put? Where do the people put their stuff though that they want to sell if they don't put, can't put it in an antique mall? Take it to movie trading company. No, just the, they, they, don't, <laughs> they don't take a spoon collection at movie trading company. You don't really you take it me to out. consignment shops. You don't really like. Okay, I have one thing that annoys me that I see in antique malls, and another thing that I find just creepy. The creepy thing is the dolls. Yeah. You not even like the the porcelain dolls, but like the the like baby dolls that <laughs> I'm just I it just there's no way you're getting that clean. Like it just <laughs> freaks me out. Like oh, it's, oh I, it was well loved at one point, but it's been sitting in storage for a really Ew, long time, yeah. and now it's been sitting in an antique mall for a really long time, and there's just no way you're getting any of the smells out of it. I just I just feel bad. When I was a, a little kid, I loved baby dolls. So, like, I see them and I'm just sad. I'm just like, <laughs> but also just, like, disgusted. <laughs> the one that annoys me, do you remember when we saw the toys, the kid, the plastic kids' toys in baggies, and it had a sign on them that was like, don't play with the toys, they're fragile, or something like that? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I realize that these are sentimental to you, but your sentimental hold ended when you put them up for sale in an antique mall. And you can't be mad at people for not treating them the way that you want them <laughs> to be treated after they purchase them. Not like if they're breaking it in the store, which was not uh, an issue because they were literally like almost shrink wrapped in a bag. Alright. Yeah. So, again, <laughs> before I got really interrupted. Um, yeah, they had those toys in the in the 
plastic bags, and they're like, don't break these toys, they're special. And I'm like, you can't tell somebody what to do with it after they've bought it. No, to- I think I think it was I think it was they wanted them in their um It wasn't original packaging, it was a like Ziploc baggie. I know, but like they <laughs> didn't want them destroyed before somebody bought them. No. I think it was just to uh to Yeah, but the fact that they went through putting a sign on this <laughs> said, Please don't play with these toys. It's <laughs> a toy! <laughs> like I don't understand. Or the really cute um old uh old style like milk glasses yeah. that they used to bring to the door that they had in That the, is so cool. I was we like, missed Those out. are so cute. And then it it said that the whole thing was not for sale, and I was like, well, then why the f are they in here? Because I, I, I would have rem- bought one. I remember that. And not for sale, I was like, Do you remember? <laughs> you remember when we went this last time, and <laughs> there was a bin, not bin, but like a bowl of okay. all those stickers that are yes. not antique, oh, that yeah. they clearly got off like Amazon or something. And the lady yes! took the time to write on the back of each one of them, one dollar firm yes and the description of what it was she put the description she literally there was hundreds like three or four hundred stickers in that bowl like i don't think i'm like yeah it was a pretty big bowl and every single one of them had that written on there and i was like somebody set up their nana and was like nana i have a project for you please spend the next eight hours writing the same thing over and over on the back of all of these stickers so that i can sell them for 250 each which is a lot for one a sticker. Dollar. It was, it was a, yeah. Are you sure it was a dollar? Mm-hmm. A dollar firm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was still expensive for a sticker because they weren't firm. even that cute. It was some like bulk pack from like Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad for the old lady who had to do it. She was firm on that price. <laughs> I think her son or daughter was firm on that price. She said, I'm not going to take any less than a dollar for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then there's a the really cool stuff. So like I enjoy the old antique keys skeleton keys if they're actual because like you see keys in there that are like exact same copies like yeah i want the old skeleton keys that actually went to something um or like the old jailhouse keys are cool too and then um i like rotary phones yeah like the the really old school ones not not the like modern ones where they was like made of plastic but like um, the ones where you, like, you know, took it off the thing, and you, you do the rotary thing, <laughs> and I, I really like those, and I like old typewriters. Those are really oh, yeah. cool. I want one, of, I want an old typewriter, and then, um, I want an old rotary phone, and I keep thinking about that one we saw when we went, the yeah. one that was literally made of crystal, it was made of, yeah. uh, the green onyx. Yeah. And it was a rotary phone. And yeah. it's only $49. Like, that's oh. a freaking deal. Oh, no. <laughs> you know how much that probably costs to make? Becca cries in manage- budget management. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's going to still be there, and I'm going to go back for it at some point. Because if I'm going to get a rotary phone, it's going to be a crystal one. I think the antique <laughs> keys are really cool, too. I don't have any. I I've do. never, like, really found any that I feel like are really legit. But, you know, what it always makes me think of is the Secret Garden movie. mm and, man, I freaking love that movie. I was so fascinated with like, how there was, like, this whole oasis. What do I look for there? You don't look for anything. You're just like, oh, that's cool. Walks away. I, I think it's cool, but, um, I know I thought, I think the typewriters are cool, but I had one, my mom had an old one growing up that I could, like, play with. So I was kind of like, eh, I don't know where that thing is. I think those, I just think they're so neat. Like, the fact they that people really would, cool. would type on those when we're so used to, like, you know, our modern-day keyboards, it's like, I could not fathom trying to type on that thing. It would be so frustrating, especially if it, like, jammed. Did you know that the QWERTY, <laughs> the QWERTY keyboard was developed with... QWERTY. <laughs> was developed to slow down the typists on the 
old-fashioned typewriters because <laughs> they would go too fast, and the hammers that, like, you know, punch the letter onto the page would, like, they were going too fast for it. So they literally <laughs> designed the keyboard so that the overly used keys were in more difficult-to-reach places with your hands. So that it, wow. would, it would, like, naturally slow them down so they would get less, like, typos and less um, jams. They did that for you because you'd be over your, you know... Jamming on your keyboard like tap 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 angry tap 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 yeah but yeah did you know that no yeah you're the one you're full of useless information but as useless as half the shit in that antique store rude um what else what ow the old furniture that have signs on it that say you can't sit on it oh yes till you buy it. Yes, I am. I am one hundred percent not going to to not sit on something, to buy something without sitting on it. When the purpose of it is to be sat, sat on. on. <laughs> That's insane. I don't know. There's just such weird rules in antique malls, mm-hmm. and they always have the same. You could be anywhere, and it's always going to feel the same the minute you walk in. Also, very is quiet. It, is it very like criteria old. for building? Or for putting in an antique mall that they can't have AC. Because, like... <laughs> no, the last one had The AC. last one, surprisingly, it did have AC, but, I like, it's all more. the ones you go to normally don't have air conditioning. They're also brilliantly mazed. And like. they're hot. <laughs> and you just, like, sweat to death. And sometimes you walk by and, like, a booth has a fan and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. And you burn some calories looking for antiques. Sorry, not antiques. Oh, <laughs> the thing is, is if, if things were really in there were only a hundred or years old or older, you're from the 1920s, 1900s, 1910s, 1920s. The only thing that belongs in there, really, that would there, would, would there wouldn't be, be anything in there. There would be the crystals. Thing. There could be crystals. Fossils. I actually love. <laughs> I love finding uh, crystals in antique stores because. I feel like they're not. They don't know what they're. They, yeah, they're, they're not. They they're not like. For. They're not retail price See, typically. The so. difference is, is we have buyers. <laughs> yes. But so uh, the ones that we find have value. <laughs> that antique phone, like forty nine dollars for a whole green onyx, yeah. like freaking phone. But then there was the the one time when I went to the antique mall and you were still at work, um, and I was you know looking for bone dishes for uh, Grayson, and I came across this giant this giant crystal sphere and it was. I think it was also Green Onyx. Um, and it was massive. It was, like, a bigger sear than we've ever sold. Yeah. And I think it was, like, 40, 50 bucks. Like, wow. I know. And I was like, dude, we could, that would sell, like, for so much more retail, like, in somebody's shop. And our shop. <laughs> and had, yeah, had we had money at the time, I probably would have bought it. But at the same time, I don't really know because, like, I don't, Green Onyx is not, it's cool, but it's not, like, Ooh. A vibrant green, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of like an olivey green. Yeah, I don't know that a lot of people like it that much. Um, so I was just like, eh. But I'm sure it's still there if we wanted to go back for it. <laughs> so, but it's just like it's just like weird how things are priced in there. There's stuff that's priced, and you're like, yeah, I'm not paying that much for that. Yes. And then there's like stuff like crystals that are worth a lot more. Like, cause Grayson goes to her flea market, and this lady sold her like a medium sized unikite sphere for a dollar. And then she what? got she got that massive uh that massive Druzy skull yeah for seventy five dollars that yeah. would have gone for a couple hundred bucks on somebody's shop yeah 
So it's just like kind of yeah, benefits the, us the, at the same time. The, the prices are always so random. It's it's like a garage sale. Everything is so subjective because people were putting those things up for sale. It's different than a, a commercial store. Mm-hmm. Because everything has a sentimental attachment mm. to someone involved in the selling process. And so the, everything, all the prices are super subjective because they have a feeling. Yes. They're like, this is so important to me. I couldn't let this go for, for $5. $49. And then you see everyone else who walks in and is like, I'm not going to pay $50 for that. That's not important to me. You know, and it's just like, it just makes me even more sad because I'm just like, it's so valuable to you, but the grand scheme of things, it's not. Mm. Should we transition? Are you done talking about that? Because we could transition into, like, the, the overconsumption of America. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> storage lockers. <laughs> <laughs> Let Becca rant about storage lo- storage units in the United States of America. Go. What <laughs> the hell are we doing? People. <laughs> People, I implore you to look at yourself. <laughs> she moved the mic over closer to her. <laughs> Gotta make sure you can hear me. <laughs> Go ahead, girlfriend. Do your thing. <laughs> Call me girlfriend one more time. Go off. Go off, queen. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> what are we doing, people? What are we doing? What What are we doing? I realized that as, okay, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <clears throat> Life is hard, so we assuage our pain by trying to deflect and ignore our pain. <laughs> and we do so by eating, by smoking, by drinking, and most excessively in America, by buying. <laughs> and then what happens is, is you overbuy, and then you fill your house. And when your house is too full, you get a storage unit that you never see. <laughs> the, the one, maybe I have two, maybe I'll come up with a second one. But the, the, only, the only justification I have for somebody having a storage unit is when, okay, I guess there's a couple reasons, but one is... If your relative passed away, and you're now responsible for all of their stuff, yeah, and some, sometimes it's it's gonna take a while to go through all that, go through all of that, right? And you may need a place to because maybe the house needs to be sold or something like that, and you need a place to put the stuff. Okay, I get it because it wasn't your stuff; you weren't originally responsible for it. So yeah, you you probably need some extra room to sort through it all. Mm. Also, when my sister and I were preparing to go off to college, um, when you're preparing a child to go off to college, you're setting them up to have a, a whole household yeah. of things. And, and even to have the minimums, it's still going to take space up in your house. And so I, when my parents uh, were helping my sister and I like get all of our things together for college, we got a storage unit for like the one summer ish before maybe we had it for a little longer but the purpose was for that Mm -hmm. so that we 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 had a tiny house so we needed like actual legitimate space in this time period before we left and then had our own household and i get it at that time because you're expanding without the room to expand but you will have the room i don't know of another one i'm sure there may be some other reasons but when when it's just you i just i just have trouble with the idea of you have so much 
stuff of your own that you need to literally have an off-site place to put it, Mm -hmm. but then you don't really take care of it because it's just sitting there. You obviously don't need it. Yeah. And, okay, I'm biased because I'm a minimalist, and I don't, I don't like the feeling of being attached to things, and so over the years, I've learned to let go of a lot of things so that I don't feel burdened by it, and now the idea that you would want to have an entire garage full of stuff that you never see or use. After already having an entire house full. Yes. And then you have to expand and have an entire storage full. Yes. It just befuddles me greatly. I don't, I don't understand. I'm gonna sound so judgy. I just don't get it. I just think we were just so bred in this country especially. I like bread. <laughs> in this country especially to overconsume. Mm-hmm. And then we're, and then we overconsume and then we have all this stuff and we don't know what to do with it. So we, we get overwhelmed and we just let it sit there. And then it's just a vicious cycle. Quite. Quite. Yes, darling, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why would you want to own all that shit? So I was a minimalist before I met Anna and Cody. And soon after we met, because we learned a lot about each other in a very short period of time, I was talking to them about being a minimalist. Not to convert... I don't care about converting people. Oh, only a little bit do I care about converting people. <laughs> um, it's more for me, you know, because I don't like the burden of stuff about physical things or mental things. Um, and... I remember introducing you to the topic, and you were like, what? I couldn't do that. And then over the uh, two and a half years that we've known each other, um, you guys have kind of embraced minimalism. Yeah. How do you think you've changed since learning about minimalism from me? Uh. uh. Or have you? Do you, do you? do you subscribe to the idea? Yeah, so, like, some sometimes, uh, unless I'm just, like, in a mood to buy things and spend money, I'll be like, I don't that, really need that. That will be another episode. <laughs> um, I'll be like, yeah, I guess I, I guess I don't really need that. Like, I don't need to own that. How has it, uh, has it prompted you to declutter yes. a lot more than you think you would have? Yeah, we got rid of a lot, um, like, before we moved and then as we were moving. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is a perfect time. Yeah. Because you literally are going to feel every box that you're carrying full of your shit. And mm-hmm. you're like, do I really want to carry this out of my house to a truck, out of a truck, to a new place, and put it, it and put it in a packet? Yeah, it really puts a pause on your, um, do I want to own this piece of yeah. material? And it makes me want to go through and, like, you know, when, when I feel like there's a lot of clutter, I'm like, okay, we need to, like, you know, clean out the, clean mm-hmm. out our... Our closet, um, you know, there's a lot of clothes that we don't wear. Yep. Cody doesn't have that much stuff anyways, though. Oh, darling. Where? In the garage. Okay, he has tools, yes. His his collection is his tool collection. He's also not sentimental like you and I are. Like, you, you know, I have, I have my one storage tote of sentimental things that I keep down to one bucket at all times. One tub at all times. You have... Quite three. A, quite a few. One of them is massive. Please don't be like, oh, she only has three. The one is the size of two itself. <laughs> so she has, like, four. I had to go to Home Depot for that bin. <laughs> um, Cody, like, doesn't even have one. He just throws, like, three he throws, things He throws in stuff in mine, yeah. Yeah, but it's, like, three things. <laughs> it's, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, my God. He didn't even like Yu-Gi-Oh. He's crazy. 
He thinks they're going to be worth money one day. Yikes. Um, he didn't hear me ranting earlier. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, not to try to convert anyone, except for... I, I just think it's a good way of life to be less burdened by your things. Yeah. Physically and, and, and since Since I'm an digitally. only child, too, like, I don't... I don't fancy the thought of having to deal with all my parents' shit. Exactly. If something happens to them, both of them at the same time. So, I, I little by little, I'm, like, trying to tell them they can downsize. Mm-hmm. My mom's like, we are! And then I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. you got rid of a bunch of shit, but you just redid the whole bathroom and bought more shit. Yeah. Because if you think about it, like, you, if you're a minimalist, you are responsible for your, everyone is responsible for their own stuff. But when something unfortunate happens, you then are, become responsible for somebody else's stuff. Yeah. And if they weren't a minimalist, or if they, like, if they were, oh, God forbid, like, a hoarder, and, and you, you're just living your normal life with your normal things, that's gonna be overwhelming. Um, and then things happen, like, okay, well, let's try to put it in an antique mall. <laughs> because they'll take it, apparently. And then it sits in an, in, an antique mall. Yeah. So, it's, I just, I just am confused by the concept. Oh. And we're back to the start of antique malls and the weird things that end up there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all we have to say for today on uh, the curious case of antique malls. Yes, yeah, and a shorter episode. Collections. Yes. People's collections. Well, we didn't even talk about, like, what you collect now or what I collect or what I did collect. Well, I did. At one point, I collected <laughs> stamps. At one point, I have, uh, at one point, I collected... Oh my gosh, wait, I don't remember. Oh, Mighty Beans. Oh no. I collected Mighty Beans. That was, I remember that being a thing and I got one and I was like, this is dumb. But even, yeah, the advertising (laughs) was really good for what it was. Um, But I I think I learned from trying to collect those, even as a kid, when they, as soon as they said collect them all, I instantly wouldn't want it because it was (laughs) too overwhelming to be like, I don't want to have all of these. What am I going to do with them? But, so today, I do have a small collection of foreign currency that I, like, rarely, if ever, add to. And I have this, like, really small crystal collection. And then I have a few cameras of, Mm -hmm. like, Polaroid cameras. So I guess we'll wrap that up. If you'd like to continue the conversation, you can do so on our Discord server by following the link in our show description. Or if you don't want to be that social, you can always email us at yesdarlingpod at gmail.com. Bitch. Ho.